Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet movie podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch The Muppets Take Manhattan two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand. And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe. And joining us today, we have a very special guest star indeed. Guest star, tell the listeners who you are. Hello, uh, my name is Patrick Kotner. I'm uh, the producer of the George Lucas talk show and a whole bunch of other things. Should we actually just briefly explain what the George Lucas talk show is? Yeah, do you want me to do that? Sure. Uh, I mean, I'll try as briefly as I can. It's it might very, be difficult. Uh, it's a wild premise to try to break down. Um, it, uh, comedian Connor Ratliff and another comedian Griffin Newman uh, host a online talk show used to be at the ucb theater where connor plays george lucas and griffin plays watto which is a character from the star wars prequels and we uh we interview uh celebrities and guests uh real celebrities real guests we've had a ton of really cool people on like yeah actually big um, name celebrities yeah yeah kevin smith and leah thompson and john ham and like wild people who should never be doing the show <laughs> uh but they do it for some reason so I'm the I'm the booker and producer for that, and all of you guys are Muppet fans. And yes, that's true. Well, and and re- we should probably let our listeners know that recently you guys did that uh, big Muppets Tonight watching yeah. with a ton of Muppet yeah, guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are those was... are those are those available? Can people go watch them? Yeah, now? they're all on YouTube. Uh, they're on our YouTube channel. You can watch. I mean, this sounds overwhelming, but I think we've done almost 300 hours worth of stuff during quarantine at this point. <laughs> uh, so you can go through and watch whatever you want but yeah there's a muppets tonight marathon where we watch the whole show uh with guests from the show so we get you know brian henson leslie career rudolph and bill beretta and like uh kirk uh, kirk thatcher and like a ton a ton of people came through and it was very uh very very fun yeah you had some of yeah, the writers awesome. you had some of the yeah. writers that i had never seen or heard being interviewed about that show in particular so there was some stuff yeah. that i actually never knew or, you know, had never heard about the show. Like, yeah, the fact that Dr. Phil Van Neuter was named after Phil Van Natter, one of the uh, investigators from the O.J. Simpson case. Truly the craziest thing we ever could have heard. Like, even if we got nothing else out of that, that was the wildest thing. Uh, And now I think we're uh, cited on the Muppet Wiki as a fact i can tell you for that one in particular you are because after the the stream was over i went to the wiki to add that fact and somebody else had already added it that's the best that's the best news yeah we do every month we do a a fundraiser where we basically watch a different uh forgotten tv show or like tv show that we like that uh maybe didn't get either the recognition that it deserved or we're just fascinated by um and i like getting the writers and the like the art directors and just like the people yeah. who never get to talk about that kind of stuff because you sort of get different takes and different perspectives on shows. Uh, we did a, we did one about studio 60, the Aaron Sorkin show. And we had like, we had 54 guests from the show come on. Like it was just, it's wild. Uh, but it's very, it's very stupid and it's very fun. And uh, that Muppets tonight one was definitely like, I mean, Ryan knows me a, a dream come true and a weird thing that, uh, you know, I, I had to make happen. Otherwise I'd be mad at myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it was great. <laughs> That's wonderful. And we are thrilled to have you here, Patrick, to talk with us today about minutes 31 and 32 of the Muppets take Manhattan. In these minutes, Jenny gives Kermit the huggies and Miss Piggy scares off some construction workers. So we don't open with any of those characters. We open with uh, Statler and Waldorf sunbathing <laughs> using aluminum plates. 
which is such a weird sidekick. Yeah. It's also the first now, time I... we've seen Statler and Waldorf in the movie. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and I have think you it's... guys ever have you guys ever seen someone using those in real life? No, absolutely. I don't not. think I have, I have. I have either. I haven't either, and I today was the first time I thought about it. Where I was like, I wonder if this is just something that uh, either went out of fashion in like 1945, <laughs> or is uh, only used for uh, comedic purposes in movies and TV shows. Right. Well, well, Janice uses one in the Great Muppet Caper, yeah. also. Yeah. In yeah. indoors, right? Well, it's easy. It's probably easy for the puppet to hold it. <laughs> so yeah. maybe they're like, it's a funny sight gag, and it's a fairly easy. Uh, thing for us to pull They're off. just like stapling it to the puppet's fingers. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I, I, but also, I think it's really fascinating that Statler and Waldorf don't say anything here. Mm. Yeah, like, almost out, especially in the movies. When we see them, it's like so that they can say "Look, ma, no brains" or whatever. Yeah, yeah right. right. And in this one, it's just like, here's what Stetler and Waldorf do for fun when they're not at the theater. Yeah, we've talked about the (laughs) fact that by this time, the Muppets have just kind of built up a lot of goodwill with the audience. Like, everyone just wants Mm -hmm. to see the characters that they love. So, yeah, this actually, now that you mention it, is really relying on the fact that people already know who these characters are. So as soon as they appear on the screen, just sort of doing a funny pose, the audience is going to laugh just because they recognize them. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, I don't know where you're based, but I feel like Ryan... Uh, can attest that that's not even like a good spot to go sunbathing. <laughs> I would you know? not go sunbathing I, in Grand Army Plaza in Manhattan. No, it's, it's just a weird, it's a weird spot. Uh, Especially when but, the park, Central Park is right there. It's so close. Yeah. It's so close, guys. Yeah. Sure. Well, I live in St. Paul, Minnesota. So there sure. are no, there are no good spots to go sunbathing. I, I was going to say, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. probably <laughs> anywhere um, you can take it. The other thing yeah. I was going to say is that Janice, I believe when she was using one in Muppet in the Great Muppet Caper, was wearing a bathing suit. But Statler and Waldorf appear to be wearing suits, or at least like button-up <laughs> shirts. So they're they're just hitting their faces. So they're not really right. interested in getting a whole tan. And they got their eyes covered, yes. which means that their faces will get tan, but they'll have these big circles around their eyes <laughs> yeah. that are not. Yeah, you know, they're going to look like an alien. And it, it just occurred to me like the second that they are only wearing sunglasses because Statler and Waldorf cannot close their eyes. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Good That's, point. Yeah. Yeah. But, and also, we see them later in the movie. Spoiler alert for anybody watching this for the first time, <laughs> minute by minute. Uh, and they're not they're not suntanned at all. So this was completely pointless. And they, like, it did, Yeah, it didn't even work. It yeah, didn't even wow. work, guys. Come on. What are they doing? Maybe this, is, maybe this is the only way they can fall asleep. Like, maybe that's why they don't say anything, because they're both asleep. Yeah, that's, that's a good theory. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, so that's all we see of them in this in this clip. Yeah. Um, what we see next is Kermit meets Jenny in the park. And Jenny is so excited to hear about how it went at Leonard Weinsop's office. Like, she, she asks him three questions. Like, she says, were you a hit? They loved it, right? How'd the costume work? Like, she's so, just she can't wait to hear all the details of Kermit's yeah. we we know to be ill-fated meeting with <laughs> yeah. Leonard Weinstein. The thing I you like know? about Jenny is uh she like instantly is the Muppets biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. instantly she meets them and she's like fully on board. She's like, I'm gonna help you get this Broadway show. Like I just met you guys, but you know what? We're doing this right now. And she's so excited for everything. I like that actress. Yeah. And I was like looking to see what she's up to now and she like doesn't work a ton anymore. Well, as we've talked about on the show, in the yeah, past, she runs a jewelry business, like a handmade jewelry business. Oh, 
Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Which I, okay. Which, I, which has... I follow on Instagram just because I enjoy her work in this movie. But it's, sure. it's always nice to see a post from her. You know? Yeah, she yeah, has yeah, some yeah. TV credits from the last couple of years, but it seems like she's kind of stepped away from acting. Yeah, yeah. I think she. it was like a one episode of How to Get Away with Murder or yeah, something that's like one that. Of, I think that's her most recent one. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And her name is Julianne Donald, we should mention again, for those who yeah. have forgotten. Well, and I actually, I, I agree that she's good, and I really feel like, well, I'm, I may be getting ahead of myself a little bit, but like, I feel like the chemistry between her and Kermit is really genuine. Like, mm-hmm. you can you can tell why Piggy is jealous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it sounds kind yeah. of silly to say, but but I, I think it's true. Like, I think she's very, like, w- warm and, and genuine towards Kermit. Yeah, they have a connection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, then Kermit says uh, that the costume was great, but it's hard to tell how it went. They're probably <laughs> reading the script right now, which we know that that script is in the garbage can. Yes. Yes. Like... Yeah. Like you know I, that John John Landis tossed it right in the garbage he can. Threw it, he threw it right in the can, and he was like, "I'm going to make yeah. spies like us instead." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Kermit's a. Li- uh, this movie confused me a lot as a kid uh, when I watched it early on, just because I didn't really understand that it wasn't taking place in the same like Great Muppet Caper Muppet movie universe. Mm. It mm-hmm. kind of creates its own new universe. It creates its own new universe. Uh, and I, I don't know. I don't, it maybe, it just seems like Kermit, this might not be a fully fleshed out take. So just bear with me for a second. <laughs> Kermit's not as like sharp as he is in the other movies. I think in this movie, we're like, I feel like he would pick up on that. It didn't go like, he, it seemed like he was very like, laser focused when he was walking in there and he wasn't aware that it was not going well. Whereas yeah. I feel like in other things, maybe he would have picked up on that. Maybe I'm, maybe I, I'm misreading that. Well, no, I, but I kind of, I don't think you're wrong at all. Yeah. But I yeah. kind of wonder if that isn't why like they're fresh out of college here, you know, mm. sure. That, sure, sure, sure. that they need to be like more naive and optimistic and Kermit's mood swings between like naive optimism and just being yeah like a wreck that everything's going horribly. Like when yeah. you're 22, you do have those mood swings, you know? And I like the, the Kermit of the Muppet show and the Kermit of the great Muppet caper is not 22, right? He's yeah. like, th- he's like 38. He's been in show business <laughs> for a while. You, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. Yeah. He's kind of playing. A, yeah. He's playing a version of himself here. Who's maybe a little more mm-hmm. naive. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this, this was also a scene that I feel like I've seen a lot because they would show the uh, behind the scenes uh, role at the museum moving image in the Egyptian theater. They would always show like the behind the scenes Muppets clips. And it was always of them filming this scene outside oh, of. Uh, I've never seen yeah. that. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It's from one of the documentaries. I don't remember which documentary. It's I want to say that like, was like an HBO promotional thing when the movie came maybe. out. Yeah. So, and I, I live down the street from the museum. So whenever I go, I'll like, just go sit in there for 10 minutes, even though if I've seen the video before. So I feel like I've seen them filming this scene so many times because they just put that on a loop over and over and oh. over whenever I'm there. And and that's awesome. where you see Jim Henson on that kind of that rolling cart thing. Kind yeah. Of inclined. Yeah. 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 I'll see if I can yeah. find a clip or a picture of that. Yeah. I'd love to see that. I've never seen it. But what we do see next in the movie is Miss Piggy hiding behind some pink carnations, peering at Kermit and Jenny from across the street. Are those carnations? And, yeah, those are carnations. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I would not have been able to tell by looking at them. Good work. 
Sure. My I my wife is a flower enthusiast. Ah. <laughs> so I some of it's rubbed off, I guess. Um <laughs> but then she runs over to get a better look. And what I love is the sound effect of piggies running. It's like this like <laughs> sound. And I'm just fascinated by how they landed on that. What kind of shoes is she wearing? Good question. We don't, see her, we don't see her shoes. Mm. Yeah. I don't think we do. There's a lot of Muppet running in this movie. Hmm. There is. And, and part of that, I think, is that they're just like in New York City. Yeah. So walking everywhere. <laughs> you there's know? also, I'm trying to remember, there's, there's the rats running out of Sardis. Oh, yeah. And then Piggy. there's that, yeah, there's Piggy, a bunch in like Central Park and stuff. And then there's the crazy shot. Uh, which I don't know how they did it because it looks insane of animal running up the aisle after the lady in um, the college show that they're putting on in the beginning. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And he, like bolts up the aisle. And I'm like, did they just have Frank on like a string and just like fling him up? Cause I mean, he moves he is, so fast. If you go watch it, he is going fast there. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of running. I don't know. Maybe they just got excited by running. While they were making this movie, in this movie like, yeah, Frank Oz at the yeah. beginning of the production said, "In this movie, the Muppets are going to run." <laughs> yeah, you've seen them walk, you've seen them ride bikes. In this one, they <laughs> run. Right. Um, in the yeah. March seventh, nineteen eighty three draft of the screenplay, there was a little bit more to Piggy's uh, skulking around here. She was going to hide behind a mailbox and then uh, duck behind a dog walker with seven dogs. And then uh, I, I like the specificity. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. And then, and then she was going to tiptoe into the construction site. <laughs> I would have liked to have heard that sound effect too. Piggy tiptoe. Oh yeah. It, it probably would have been very cartoonish. Like dink, 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 dink. Yeah. Right, like a tinkly piano. I, I was playing tinkly piano. You can't, you guys couldn't <laughs> even see that. Cause my hands are not on. <laughs> right. But I was, I promise. I don't know. We um, trust you. We trust you. <laughs> sure. I don't. Um, Okay, Ryan, I do. Ryan has never trusted me. Um, I don't know you well, so I have to trust you. Sure, it's the only way go. we're going to get through this, Anthony. <laughs> That's the thing. There it is. Um, but what we do see is Piggy stops in front of some construction workers, and then we very briefly see Kermit and Jenny across the street from her perspective. Mm-hmm. Before the construction worker starts catcalling her, "Hey, baby, where you going, sweetheart? Hello, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, this guy, man, he's the worst." Yes. Yeah, like like she's wearing a trench coat and sunglasses and a hat, and he's still hitting on her just because like she, he can like detect that she's probably a woman underneath the hat and sunglasses. You know, like yeah, what a creep. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's it's always anyone who who cat calls uh, women or anyone is a creep. But yeah, right. right. That's especially like yeah, like where where is he even coming from with that? I'm I'm on this guy's I'm on this guy's IMDb right now. The construction worker. <laughs> I didn't know he was credited. Yeah. Oh, Vic Pal- I mean, Vic Palizos is his yeah, name. We should yeah. say. Go on, Pat. Yes, uh, dude worked a lot. The guy had like a good run in the '90s. Like he's on the X Files. He's on Mad About You. He's on Grace Under Fire. Like all the like Party of Five. All the big shows. Yeah, in the, for an episode. Yeah, in the '80s and '90s, he was in everything. He also and plays Rebel Rebel Officer Number One in Star Wars X Wing versus Tie Fighter video game. Whoa! Does he um, have a lot of credits where it's like construction worker or like uh, early cab driver or? It's a lot of cops. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Cops, I checked like, out. 
FBI agent coach. Uh, I can definitely see him truck- as a coach. Yeah, he plays the truck driver in his Mad About You. Yeah. He's in a Seinfeld. Um, well, he um, he played. So I, he, his far as I can tell, his most notable role is that he was Tony Danza's father-in-law, and who's the boss? Like Tony's sure. Tony's late wife's dad. Oh wow! Um, oh, this fellow oh. is four years older than Tony Danza. <laughs> like, like, look at him in this movie. He's he's not an old man. No, you know. No. So you're uh, saying uh, additional voices in the Godfather 2 video game is not his biggest role? To <laughs> it might be. That might be second on the list. <laughs> I could but, absolutely uh, see him as a mobster. Just put a fancy suit on him. Yeah, absolutely. right. Yeah. But yeah, so that's uh, that's Vic Palizos who plays the construction work. I love I love talking about those bit parts in these movies. Oh, yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's one of those things where until we did this podcast, I never thought about these guys. For a yeah. second, you know these actors, yeah, these small parts. So it's it's really fun to learn about what they did. I think, yeah. And yeah I mean, they're all, it's always nice when it's. I mean, like you know, you go to the Muppet movies for the celebrity cameos, but they get so many like stereotypical working actor guys in there to fill the roles that like celebrities aren't in. And you're like, oh yeah, that guy is like. Even though we don't necessarily know who Vic Belizos is, he's in 118 things. Right, right. Like, he's 118 right, exactly. credits on IMDb, which is like yeah. good for him. Yeah, it's it's really impressive. Yeah. Um, so then we do cut back to Kermit and Jenny. Kermit tells Jenny that he's thinking about growing a mustache, and Jenny says that she thinks he'd look cute. And this is what I'm talking about. Like th- th- this is this is actual flirting, right? Like, yeah, we're, we're supposed to take this as Jenny like sending signals to Kermit. Yes. I mean, you, you yeah. don't think she's just being nice because she does she does know that Kermit and Piggy had a thing. That's true, but we can definitely see why Piggy is jealous, right? Like watching them from across the street. Oh yeah, of course. Especially because she yeah. can't hear what they're talking about. Right, right. Which um, and then we cut back. Now there are three construction workers leering at her. Mm-hmm. They're all saying the, the first guy li- literally just says out loud, she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Which, what is that? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, then, and then the other guys are all oh, hot stuff, looking good. Hey, baby. Yeah. Right? One and, of them uh, says hot mama. One of them says purple and pretty, pretty, pretty and purple. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, no. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right. Uh, I also but, wanted um, to mention uh, on the, on the, the construction site, there's a dumpster that says Red Ball Demolition Corp. And I was just curious to see if maybe that had been a real company. So I Googled it and I found a a few results for a Red Ball Demolition and Red Ball Contracting in New York City. Um, But when I clicked on a link that was supposedly the website, it took me to a site that was mostly in Russian with like hearts and flowers and things about like weddings and poetry on it. So yeah. I think they lost control of their website, so I don't know if the <laughs> if the company still exists anymore. Wow. Guys, this is this is big news. Remember how I brought up uh, the X Wing Rebel Soldier thing because I do the Star Wars show. Yeah, I also yeah. I work at Marvel. That's my day job, and I went on one of the other construction workers' IMDb pages, Kenneth McGregor, <laughs> and he's Magneto's father in the first X Men movie. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> that rules. <laughs> that wow. does rule. You said the first X, so the the two thousand movie, not two thousand movie. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, awesome, man! I'm definitely wow. gonna have to look for him next time I see that. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. That's great. Yeah, yeah I should have looked yeah. up those other two guys, and I didn't. I didn't get it just because they don't say that much. But thank you for doing yeah. that. I hey, that's what I'm here for. Well, yeah. the third guy, I'll just say it. The third guy, he's got three credits. 
and the first two were in 1969, and then the third one is Muppets Take Manhattan. So, so mm. that that could be one of those IMDb things where it's just like two different guys with the same name. Maybe yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. they'll do that with like those those bit players. Yeah. Um, but what I like, what I was going to say about this scene is we we continue to hear them as we again see Kermit and Jenny from Piggy's perspective. So it's like in that moment we are Piggy, aggravated mm-hmm. like from both in front and behind right like she's aggravated because these creeps are catcalling her she's aggravated because jenny is flirting with kermit and it's like frank oz puts us in piggy's shoes just for a moment to like show us all this crap she has to deal with Mm. and it's such a nice character moment and she's not even on screen you know right there's a lot of good piggy moments in this movie yeah it's it's almost like the director really understood her But I think I think there's more good picky moments than there are good Fozzie moments or yeah. good, you know, like they've got good moments here and there. But I think Piggy full on throughout it is like, oh, very yeah, no, well, I, very well represented. Yeah. And also Piggy, unlike all the other Muppets, after she leaves, she gets to come back and still be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. The rest all disappear. Fozzie's going to have one scene. Yeah. You know, yeah. in a few minutes in the in like the middle. What? hour probably right. or close to yeah. Yeah. of the movie and what else happened oh yeah but then when we do cut back to kermit and jenny kermit has clearly just been telling jenny how great piggy is because right. what we yes. hear is jenny says she must be really talented so yeah. what do we think kermit was saying about piggy like what are her what are her skills that kermit was was talking up uh, um, very good roller skater can jump <laughs> off the rocks well um. <laughs> and remind me, is that right after they've been talking about how Kermit's going to look cute with a mustache? Yeah, that, that's the next time we see that. Yeah, how did they so quickly transition from <laughs> Kermit looks cute in a mustache well, to Piggy is so talented? Kermit, Kermit was probably like, hey, back off. I got a girl. Her name's <laughs> right. Miss Piggy, and she's really talented. <laughs> imagine, saying, imagine meeting a girl who's flirting with you, and they're like, oh, no, sorry, I have a girlfriend. Her name's Miss Piggy. <laughs> just sing that with a straight face to somebody well she knows his name is kermit the frog so that's true yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's true. we don't we don't know pete and jenny's last name do we no i don't think there's any indication of it like on muppet wiki she's just jenny yes wow you know so it's probably maybe it's about human yeah that's what i was gonna say like it for all yeah. we know it could be jenny the human I would say, here's something, I'll put this, uh, this is the line I'll put in the sand. I think any human who doesn't have a last name in a Muppet movie, you just have to assume it's the human. Yeah. Yeah. Max. Uh, Max. Max. Max Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of, well, so Gary and Mary never have last names in the Muppets, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or Walter then, right? Yeah, because because there was that thing where, where Peter Lin's like Walter said in an interview that his last name was Blagojevich. Uh, <laughs> that was like Rod Rod Blagojevich was in the news at that time, and he like <laughs> said that as a joke, and someone added it on Muppet Wiki, like with <laughs> oh, Gary and so Walter's funny. last name. Sometimes Muppet Wiki editors are a little overzealous that way. That's yeah. very funny though. <laughs> so weird, like, and it's one of those things where I'm sure Peter Lin's was just bored. You of know, course. Oh yeah. Like, yes. Someone asking the, the question, "What's what's your last name?" And I'm sure he's just yeah. like, oh, "Whatever." 
Maybe it had been a long day of interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm actually looking at that March 7th, 1983 draft right now. And uh, it does have where Jenny says, you look cute with a mustache. Uh, Kermit says, you think so? Piggy said that to me once too. Jenny says, I guess Piggy is very important to you. Kermit says, mm. well, we're good friends. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then, uh oh. And they're, they're pinned, Kermit. I know. They're engaged to be married. And then uh, that's when Jenny says she must be really talented. Huh. Mm. Okay. I mean, I guess that makes sense. As much sense as anything. It's yeah, fine that we didn't hear it. But I, I feel that's the wrong move on Kermit's part there. Like, yeah. Well, again. Piggy has every right to be mad. But this is coming back to me saying Kermit's too oblivious in this movie. He's a little boy. I think you're right. He's yeah. a little oblivious boy throughout this movie. Yeah. You're right. You're. Not, I've never thought about it. But you are. Yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um but so then uh but then she says she must be really talented and Kermit says I think you're really talented too. I think you'll be a famous fashion designer someday. Yeah. So Kermit get it together, man. Right. He's just <laughs> like pouring on the compliments to this other woman. Yeah, and then she says, "Oh Kermit, thank you for that." And then she gives him the huggies. Later on, Piggy is going to get mad because Kermit gave Jenny the huggies, but let the record show that Jenny gives Kermit the huggies. Oh, all right. Not the other way around. You could mm-hmm. be Kermit's lawyer in court. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose I could. In once the case I, of Kermit my, v. Piggy. <laughs> once I get my law degree, my court, finish a correspondence course. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's when the, so the cat collars are still at it. Piggy gets so annoyed that she bends a steel pipe. Which we we saw her bend steel pipes in the previous movie when she's in jail. Yeah. So, so this is not new, but there's something so much more it's like raw about it, like just out on the street, right? Yeah. Like she's in jail. That's one thing. She's just like on the street, bends a steel pipe, starts banging a metal trash barrel with it. And I think bends it more than the pipes in the jail, right? Because the pipes yeah. in the jail, you just see her bend it a little bit. But this one, yeah. like fully goes yeah 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 and then she screams she lets out this like primal yell which yeah. rules oh yeah. man piggy's so great at this <laughs> um and starts banging it against the trash can like a maniac and yeah. it works it works because the creeps uh, get scared off and go back to work they all immediately yeah. pretend like they're yeah like they've been working the whole time our uh, guy our the- guy our guy vic Politos puts in some serious acting right there that's yeah, well, he he, he just kind of turns around. There's like a bar there, and he's just like yeah. he he's just kind of squeezing the bar up and down. <laughs> yeah, that's what construction work is, right? Yes, it yeah. is. Squeezing bars. He's a bar squeezer. <laughs> that's his title. <laughs> that's how he should have been credited. Maybe he's trying to see if he can bend it too. That you know, it like, might be. He's, he's he's pre- if this hot hunk of ham can bend <laughs> it, maybe I can too. Or he's preparing himself to defend himself against her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true too. Or maybe he thinks that they might have something in common if he can. Yeah. <laughs> hey, honey, check this out. Look what I can do. <laughs> oh man! But anyways, uh, so this is where our two plot lines converge. This is this is uh, uh, Patrick. Here you go. This is the end of Return yeah. of the Jedi because all of our plot lines are converging. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Kermit hears the noise and says, "What was that?" And Jenny nonchalantly says. Oh, it's just New York. So you guys both live there. I I don't. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Is that just New York? Is this accurate? Yes. Man, I, I wish I could remember. Well, right. It's oh. been a long time 
that we've just been cooped up inside. But I would mm-hmm. say, especially when you're in Manhattan. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And I have actually said this before, and I, I'm sure, well, I know for a fact that our friend Johannes had, has also said this before too. Like when you hear somebody just like screaming on the street or you see something like strange and inexplicable in the city, you just kind of go, eh, it's New York. I, I have said I those know. exact words. Yeah, it is one of those things where, and I feel like you only uh, learn this after living here for a little bit, you need to do the very quick mental gymnastics of like, is this worth looking into or is this someone I should be avoiding? Right. Uh, and also, <laughs> if you're going to turn and look, it's like, how quickly should I look away after I've looked yeah. to see what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, always do the right thing, folks. Whoever's listening, try to make the right decision. But it's tough sometimes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sure. Here in the Midwest, if we hear a strange noise, we go over like, everything okay? How you guys doing then? Hey, what's going on? Yeah. You guys want some pie? Coffee, eh? So, Thought I heard you do. banging on a trash barrel, eh? Yeah, I was, wondering, I was wondering if you maybe just want to sit down, have a cup of water. <laughs> All right. So, uh, then Piggy notices the time on a clock, and she runs off. And then she says I, to a stern-looking I, gentleman. I actually have a note about I'm, the clock. Oh, please. By um, all means. So I recognized this clock. This is a very fancy clock. Um, it is actually uh, on Fifth Avenue at 24th Street near the Flatiron Building. Um, mm-hmm. And I looked it up. This was built alongside the old Fifth Avenue Hotel, which no longer exists. Um, but this clock is on 24th Street. In this scene, Piggy is standing on Fifth Avenue and 58th Street uh, hmm. in front of Bergdorf Goodman. That is 30 floor 34 blocks uptown. So Piggy has amazing vision <laughs> if she can actually just look up and see this clock. Sometimes movies lie to you, Ryan. This movie would never lie to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but that is that is good, though. Or maybe we were talking about Piggy running. Maybe she ran 34 blocks. In that maybe time. she did. Maybe yeah. <laughs> they cut that, though. Uh, they were like, there's too much running in this movie as it is. We got to yeah. trim around it. Right. Um, but so she, she she says to a stern looking gentleman, I'm sorry I'm late, Mr. Wrightson. Uh, but we'll get into that next time. I think we're going to save Bergdorf Goodman talk for next time. Yes. Because that's going to be our, our following scene. So that brings us down to the end. Um, anything else you want to talk about about these minutes before we go? Patrick, I'll start with you. Man, I mean, it's just uh, movies that are shot in New York fascinate me especially movies with like wide angles like this scene has a lot of because like you don't really see anybody like standing and just watching the movie being shot Hmm. and that's one of my pet peeves in movies is like when you're watching like uh i don't know the only example i can think of is spider-man but like just like a movie that takes place in new york where there's like big action set sets set pieces or like big scenes that take place outside and you're like oh that person is not an extra they're just watching the movie that person (laughs) is clearly taking a picture of tom hanks that person is like you know uh (laughs) and i think it's impressive in this movie that you don't really see just like random people crowded around because i imagine in the 80s people just didn't care about that kind of stuff as much Hmm. um well but you would think that with muppets in the movie you'd think so or they fully shut down that corner which is impressive because that's a busy that's a busy area to be driving around in. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's a good, uh, as soon as I saw which scene it was, I was happy. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, it's a good scene. It's not just like, uh, not that there's not that there's like a boring two minutes in this movie, but it's like, Oh, I remember that scene. I know exactly which scene that is. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think piggy bending a steel pipe is like one of the images people remember yeah. from this movie most, yeah. you know, for sure. in I'll general. Wait. It's like there's the, the one where Kermit rides a bike, the one where <laughs> uh, Kermit and Fozzie are twins. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And the one where Miss Piggy bends a steel pipe. Sure. <laughs> and the one where Gonzo is Charles Dickens. All right, Ryan, anything uh, anything else? Yeah, just one thing um, I mentioned in a, a couple of previous episodes, uh, the read along book and record set of this movie mm-hmm. that I had as a kid. So it's right after this. Um, it, it happens right after this, the part where Piggy screams um, is the moment where you have to turn the record over to hear the rest of the story. So I'm just going to ask our listeners at the end of this episode, <laughs> please uh, turn the podcast over. Uh, before we come back next week so you can hear the rest of of the movie so i it's that's fascinating to me though because we're only 32 minutes into the movie yeah a third of the way in Um, but i think they they probably like cut out all of the postcards from the the other friends and stuff right i don't think the postcards are specific yeah i think it's just like oh kermit got some postcards from his friends yeah i don't think there's much detail there right it's not like a two-page spread of fozzy feeling uncomfortable with intimacy Right. <laughs> that is kind of his plot in this movie. That's kind of his whole his whole plot is just like uncomfortable with uh lying around with some friends that are similar to that, him. That's his big spotlight yes. here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um but so anyway, so then uh I guess before we go, Patrick, we like to ask our guests, uh, what's your history with the Muppets Take Manhattan? Do you remember yeah. the first time you saw it? And where would you rank it among the Muppet movies? I don't know if I remember the first time I saw it. I remember we had the VHS uh, and it was since it was a, what is it? Tr- like TriStar or Sony? What, yeah. 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 TriStar. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, we talked about the Pegasus for a long time in our first. Yeah. Time. We, we love the Pegasus. Yeah. It's a great one. Um, I remember it was not a clamshell VHS like the, the Disney ones. Right. So that always bothered me on the shelf. Oh, cause um, it didn't match. And, it been a match. Yeah. That's it's a it didn't huge match. Of mine. You didn't get yeah. a free watch. It you was just did a not get a free watch. No. <laughs> but then I did get the movie on DVD because it came in a cereal box. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the front of like Golden Grams. We haven't yeah, talked about yeah, that yeah. yet, I don't think. No, we haven't. Good. I'm so happy I'm the first one to bring that up. Yeah, so that's where I got um, it on DVD. Uh, but I don't remember the first time I saw it. It was always, I guess this is me leading into the second part of this. Um, the first three movies are my top three Muppet movies, but I think this is number three for sure. me. Um, and it's not like it's like a far off three, you know, they're two and three are sort of, it's Muppet movie is first. And then the other two are sort of like, uh, almost, almost neck and neck. Um, but I think this one bummed me out a lot as a kid. I, yeah, that's fair. It bummed me out a lot just because they're, uh, not together for most of it right and then um and it's just like oh oh i know why the other reason um it feels the most dated of the first three i think because hmm. it feels so 80s to me when well, i was watching well, it I mean, today we've taken perm. oh that's yeah. the biggest <laughs> i think that's the number one thing that dates it yeah yeah yes uh i think i think uh their clothes and like piggy's hair and stuff it just makes it feel the oldest to me whereas the first two are sort of timeless. Like they're not, they don't really have much setting it in a specific well, time except for the I, actors I, who are in it. I think it really helps great Muppet Keeper that it's like self-consciously 
retro 1930s yeah. screwball comedy it's already a style like looking you know for sure and, uh, and the Muppet movie i don't know there's just yeah it's I think seven nineteen seventy nine is just dated better, you know. Like yeah. Piggy's Piggy's hair looks great in that, you know. Yeah, I mean? it does. and I think yeah. also it's the closest to what they look like on the Muppet Show, right? So mm-hmm. you, you know, I think a lot of people are the most used to those specific puppets in that specific style that they're wearing and everything. Whereas they, the you know, the puppets start to change in the eighties and they look a little bit different, uh, and they, you know, they're dressing different stuff. So I think it just feels it feels different. Um. But yeah, I like this movie. I like a lot about it. Uh, it's a good New York movie, I think. Um, I think it shows off the city at a very specific time. And it mm-hmm. like it's fun to look at it like that. Like even I was looking up where I'm sure you guys have talked about this, but like where the restaurant is in New York, where Pete's restaurant is. Have yeah. you talked mm-hmm. about this? Yeah, we we and have how, yeah. yeah yeah and how it's like a McDonald's now yeah, and I was McDonald's. just like oh it's, it's such a bummer yeah uh, yeah we actually we actually talked to I told Ryan he should go in there and order how many grits <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure no one knows what you would be talking <laughs> right. about no, sadly um, it's like some some bored teenager who works there is just like oh yeah because this was the location in Moby Manhattan <laughs> you know I, I hope I hope at some point since it's been a McDonald's there's been one employee who knew about that and was really into it I hope there's been one yeah, was, nerd. or been yeah. like re- yeah. at work at McDonald's yeah. <laughs> or one person found out about it like midway through working there and they were like guys do you do you know about this do you guys know this this is Pete's diner. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Um, but yeah, it's a fun movie. And I was really glad uh, to watch it again today. Uh, it's a, you know, I'm, as I'm sure it is for you too, the, the Muppet movies are very comforting. So it's oh, just yeah. a nice, like relaxing, let's sit down for 90 minutes and watch these. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, also just one uh, thing I, I looked it up. This movie was on DVD in 2002 in boxes of cinnamon toast crunch. So that would have been it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And we, we actually, we should link to, there was a whole series. There was like a bear in the big blue house DVD. That was part of that. Yeah. And the, 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 the Henson company movie buddy yes. about Rene Russo and a gorilla. <laughs> Rene Russo, um, yeah. and, and Danny, our, our founder, Danny Horn did a series of articles on tough pigs about, each one yeah it's called my week with breakfast <laughs> yeah my week with breakfast we should link to that because those uh, were really good yeah we'll link that's to that. really funny yeah um and that's boy that was what when did you say 2002 2002 yeah that's so long ago yeah yeah we are old um, we you are guys ready, you guys ready to feel old a nice <laughs> a nice little a nice uh, little 10 year old patrick eating cereal no, uh, no, for real. I was what 2002. I was 18. 18. Yeah, no. I was three. Um, yeah, Ryan's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ryan's 21 years old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we call that. You're, you're the uh, the Muppet from Space here. That's that was your birth year. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. T- actually, I was born in '84. The year that this movie yeah. came out. Oh yeah, yeah. There you and, go. And Ryan, wait, you wait. Were, and was Christmas Carol ninety two? Right, ninety two. Yeah. And, and Ryan, Ryan were, oh boy, Ryan, weren't you actually born in eighty one? Uh, Great Muppet Caper. Yes. We can reveal that my age is the Great Muppet Caper. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. That's so great that we're all a Muppet movie. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. And my my daughter Iris is uh is a Muppet's Most Wanted uh, baby. So amazing. there you go. 
All right. Good stuff. <laughs> and that, I think, brings us down to the end. Um, that brings us up to the present because that's the newest Muppet movie. <laughs> and uh, listeners, please check out toughpigs.com on the internet, Facebook, Twitter. We're all over the place. You can email us at movingrightalong at toughpigs.com if you have any questions. You can follow Ryan on Twitter at me, Ryan Rowe. Patrick, where can our listeners find you online? Yeah, they can find me at Patrick Cotner on Twitter, uh, at Cotner on Instagram. Um, when is this going up? Do you mind if I can I plug something? You can plug whatever you want. Um, this will be going up in we, boy, we've we're probably ten. I, I've been bad no, about doing quite, the math. Seven, eight weeks out. Oh, okay. Well then you can you can check out uh George Lucas talk show every Sunday on planetscum.live or it's all on youtube um and yeah we got some good people coming up so i'm sure i'm sure if you check it out you will see a good guest everyone check that out awesome uh we should give some thanks to our uh stacy rosen who wrote our theme music and morgan davy who designed our logo so thank you to both of them as always and listeners if you're so inclined give us a positive review wherever you spend your time reviewing podcasts and tell all your friends to listen to the show and join us next week for another episode of Moving Right Along. Goodbye. Pretty and purple. <laughs> <laughs>